This podcast is part of the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Garnet Media Group is a partnership between the student-run media outlets at the University of South Carolina. Find out more about Garnet Media Group's podcast and other student work on garnetmedia.org. Hey everyone, welcome back for episode two of this season and for our first guest of this season. Today I'm sitting down with Sarah Doyle, a senior at the University of South Carolina, to talk about an organization that she started last year in the midst of COVID and also to talk about her own professional experience and how she landed her dream internship at Google this past summer. Hey Sarah, how are you today? Good, how are you? Good, thank you so much for coming on to the pod today uh, to talk about kind of your professional experience and also starting this organization that you started last year. Um, but just before we get into it, kind of talk a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your major, and a little bit of what you're involved with, um, and some past internship experience as well. Of course. So as a quick recap, I'm Sarah. I'm a senior here at USC. Um, I'm studying international business and marketing with a minor in French. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee, but originally adopted from China. And in terms of things that I'm involved in on campus, my junior year, it kind of plummeted a little bit because of COVID since things weren't in person, but I am involved in one of the business fraternities on campus, Delta Sigma Pi. Um, And I've also on the side been able to do some LinkedIn video tips and also kickstart um, up until this last July. So in terms of just past professional experiences, I was a social media intern and then I worked at a startup where I was in charge of their branding. Oh, awesome. Um, so I know you kind of mentioned Kickstart, which is an organization that you started about a year ago, you mm-hmm. said. So could you tell us a little bit about what that organization was, kind of what purpose it served, and kind of how you got the idea to start it? Yes, of course. So I started looking into applying for an internship at Google um, around July, and I was looking through some of the past interns, and I realized they were really, really impressive. And a lot of them had created their own consulting services. So that was what gave me the idea. I was talking to another student on campus named Karen Wong. She's also in the business school. And we realized this was something that if they could do it, we could too. And we wanted to be able to help students have more access to internship knowledge, takeaways, tools that you could apply to school or even trying to get an internship too. Um, And so basically we created that idea, tried to focus that on helping students have accessibility to resources. And then um, the way that we helped was I created a website that was just on Wix, so nothing crazy. And then um, I launched it at September 1st. So it was completely online as well um, since COVID. And I was in some online student communities I was able to market it on there and it was completely free because I just didn't really see anyone paying for services from a student, especially when I didn't have like external credibility yet. Um, But it was really cool. We had way more success than I thought we would. I thought Mm -hmm. we were going to reach five people, but we ended up reaching 80 in eight different countries. So that was really awesome. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I know you've kind of seen your LinkedIn post before, so (laughs) You know, I don't think you're like a LinkedIn whiz, but what's been like your most viral LinkedIn post about? Um, honestly, it's pretty basic. Probably the one I did like 
um, tips from a Google recruiter. Mm -hmm. So I hopped on the phone with um, a Google recruiter and supposedly I had signed up for like a 15 minute time slot with him and I never got an email confirmation. So I guess I forgot about it. So he called me in the middle of me playing Frisbee on the horseshoe and he's like, hey, I'm ready for the call. (laughs) And I said, who is this? And since he's a Google recruiter, Mm -hmm. like he thought it was the wrong number. So he hung up. (laughs) Um, So I scheduled another one and we were able to just go through some of the tips that he sees as people go through the process um, and also just misconceptions that students have about recruiting in general, because Mm -hmm. I never knew that there were university recruiters specifically for people our age, rather than just recruiters in general that are for grads and they just can't really help you. Yeah, and what would you say kind of, because I know Kickstart was all about helping students get their kind of dream career for students looking to work at their dream company, whether it be investment banking or tech or finance, what's kind of the biggest piece of advice you could give them for someone searching, especially with the recruiters out there for college students? Well, exciting news. One of my team members just got her full-time offer from BCG Mm -hmm. after getting an internship. um, And she was able to cite like being on our, being on our team. Um, I, she said that the biggest takeaway and we align on this is giving yourself a chance, not taking yourself out of the running before you even start. I've said that so often in a lot of my posts because I never applied to a big company for so long because I just (laughs) figured it was a numbers game. Why would I get it? (laughs) Um, But you can't, you don't even know if you'll get it if you never even apply. So I think that's the biggest thing because there were people in my Google internship that had never had any internship experience at Mm -hmm. all. And they made it in. So it's completely possible. And you just have to really be able to set yourself up for trying and being able to take criticism or positive feedback from others that really want to help you or give resources and actually try and look into them. Yeah. And what are your thoughts, I guess, on a few things? So what are your thoughts on LinkedIn cold messaging? Like, were you big into it on your internship and kind of with your internship, how much was it like people, you know, versus just getting your resume through the door? Oh, yeah, that was one of my big things um, with my internship. I actually didn't know anyone in Google, which Mm -hmm. was interesting Um, because sometimes, you know, if you do hear so much in business, like it is the people, you know, but um, with Google's it it isn't, it's like they do a blind process. So Mm -hmm. you actually can't even see the names when the applications come through. But um, LinkedIn blind messages are at first terrifying just because you're you're worrying if they're gonna even respond, if it's interesting enough, like if you ask a cool question Mm -hmm. or even just sending it in general because it's a stranger. But it's one of those things too, where like you just, get better as you keep trying, you figure out what people respond to. Um, I realized that with really busy people that were active, I would add in, I'll be brief because they'd realize I'm not gonna waste their time with a whole big long message. Um, And also I realized that it's important to target people that are active on the platform. There are some people where if you look at their history, they've never liked anything ever. Mm -hmm. They never comment on stuff. They don't have an about section in their bio. 
And for me, I always pulled a lot of tangible things or connections that I had with them from their about me section. Yeah. Um, so that helped a lot. And being able to ask past interns what their experiences were. I even reached outside of the business side into software engineering. A lot of them were confused because they were like, I yeah. can't help you. But <laughs> it, I just really wanted to know about the culture. Mm -hmm. um, and then also reaching out to people that have done the internship like two years ago, three years ago, um, I was able to have like a whole document created that was shared to me of inter interview questions that someone had created from two years ago. Uh -huh. And then I also just started looking into some of their full-time roles, asking about those. And it actually ended up being the role that I got, <laughs> okay. which is funny. Yeah. So just asking around, seeing if they have any recommended recommendations of who to talk mm -hmm. to but also just really going in with sincerity and wanting to know what their experience was like, if they mm -hmm. have any feedback on the program, what they had wanted to see and what didn't happen. I yeah. think that was a really big learning experience. And um, many people also help give you a timeline because mm -hmm. sometimes with big companies, it's unclear of what's gonna happen yeah. next. So those were probably my favorite two questions. Okay, and your internship was virtual this summer, I'm mm -hmm. assuming? Okay. What I know a lot of tech companies have moved to almost like just going virtually entirely or optional kind of if you want to come into the office, but so I'm sure even next summer students will be doing virtual internships. So what kind of is your biggest takeaway to being successful in your internship in order to get like the full-time offer at the end and conversion? Yeah. Um, so I think my whole 10 person in 10 person cohort did receive the full-time offer, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, we were all work from home. I think the biggest thing is being able to like force yourself to have a balance. Mm -hmm. um, when we forced ourselves to close our laptops at five, that was honestly like saving grace because yeah. if you don't, it's just so easy to take overtime, do client calls or anything that you end up realizing like, I could get this done in 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. But if you don't set that time aside, it's so easy to burn out. You're in maybe I was in my family's guest room. So mm -hmm. doing that every single day, it just needs to happen where you have a barrier at some point that this is the end of the workday. You're not touching it. It's in a separate room or something um, so that you can just do any other part of your life. Mm -hmm. And when you were looking for like an internship, were you looking just at Google, all tech, or were you just kind of like all over the place? I know you're marketing uh, major. So like, what was your kind of focus on? And for like a tech internship, kind of what's your biggest piece of advice? Because obviously it's a lot different than going through a consulting recruitment, but what does the interviews look like? Do you have a case study with them? Um, like, what does it look for at a tech company? Yeah. Um, so since I learned about the internship in July, like I said, I did, and I don't recommend this, I did only apply to Google. I put so much time into it, like mm -hmm. networking with like 25 people, keeping up with them, getting to learn more about them, like actually creating relationships and friendships. Um, I did have a fallback of working with the startup again if I didn't get Google. Their mm -hmm. recruiting cycle just started so early that I was able to only focus on that um, yeah. because the application came out mid-September. And so I started getting through the process and getting into the internship or interview cycle in December. And the deadline and open 
um, application for the startup started in like January. <laughs> yeah. So it was a nice overlap of if I didn't hear back or didn't get it, then I could still have time to apply. Um, I also realized applying to some of the other tech companies, I some of my some of my friends had worked at Amazon. Um, I won't lie, I was a little nervous just because of like some of the headlines that came out mm -hmm. with them for work working. <laughs> and then um, Microsoft, I just didn't know enough about it. I hadn't mm -hmm. put as much time into understanding the program. And there were, it, Google was almost easier because their bold program is specifically their business. Like it's an umbrella of all of their business internships. Okay. Whereas Microsoft, I think there's separate positions that you could apply to. Um, so Google's was just like one application and I could be put into so many business internships that were available. Yeah. Um, in terms of the interviews, yes, super different from consulting and finance and accounting. Um, I didn't have a case, thankfully. Mm -hmm. I think <laughs> it might have been different since mine was a sales role, but it was pretty classic of like a behavioral interview. And then the second one was more of exactly what people think with Google of like how you think. So mm -hmm. a more theoretical um, being able to think on your feet, be logical, but then also having your passion in it and not only having a plan, but explaining why you're doing something. And I mm -hmm. think that's one of the biggest things that's really hard for people to pivot to because most of the time, you know, it's like with math tests, sometimes you have to show your work. Sometimes you don't. And if you get to the right mm -hmm. answer, it's fine. But with Google, it's, you really show your work and are you just are you just creating an event like a theoretical event to you know because you know how a, an event should lay out yeah. or because you're focusing on okay if they're opening a new office in India and they're welcoming all the new employees are you gonna are you gonna invite their families is there gonna be kid-friendly things why are you doing mm -hmm. that do you want them to feel welcome like like that <laughs> so yeah. it's it's interesting and going from that being able to realize those kinds of questions in future interviews is really helpful because I also interviewed with Geico and got their the internship offer from them and I remember we had a 15-minute call and he ended up interviewing me on the call and he had so many theoretical questions yeah. that it honestly felt easier after going from Google's really difficult theoretical style and explaining why I was doing something to having it again in another interview. So I definitely recommend looking those up on YouTube. Yeah, I know for sure. And kind of one last question is, what are your thoughts on cover letters? Does it depend on the company, the role? Kind of what are your thoughts on it? And did you include a cover letter when you were applying to Google? I personally did apply um, with a cover letter. Some, some of my friends in my cohort did not. It's mm -hmm all dependent. I'm a goody two-shoes, so I did. Um, but the biggest piece of advice that I got from my mentor was if you're going to apply to a company, of course you can tie it to the role, but tie you and your accomplishments and your passion to the company as well. Yeah. Like, of course you can always apply to be a salesperson and you can always explain why you're the best person for the job, but 
why specifically are you applying to this company? And I think that can make you stand out because you're aligning with their values or goal, Mm -hmm. anything like that. And especially with startups too, working with a three-person startup um, as a sophomore, that's so helpful as well if they do ask for a cover letter, because if anything, when you're a growing startup, you want people that are just as passionate, if not more than the founder to mm-hmm. accomplish the same goal. So I think you yeah. can go wrong. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And kind of what's your biggest piece of advice to someone looking for their dream internship? Kind of where do they start? And what would you have to say to them for any, I guess, role? I know that's like a super broad <laughs> question, but any company kind of what would you have to say to a student? I would say don't discount small companies. I know, at least in my experience, being um, in the Moore School, surrounded by finance and accounting majors, there are really big companies like Deloitte and PwC. I had a little bit of imposter syndrome sophomore year when I was working at a three-person startup because obviously it was not on the same par and I wasn't going to get a a return offer from a three-person startup um, with such limited budget. But I think there's so much value to be able to work with a startup because you are able to grow so much. It's, it really is the little things and being able to help mold the success of a company is so exciting. Whether you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, like some internships, it's very finite in the work that you get to do and the impact you get to have. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can realize walking away at the end of the summer, like, what did I do? Um, what impact did I actually have? Like, did anything actually change or did I I just do the same like three tasks every single day that I was just told to do because it works? So Mm -hmm. startups are wonderful because you get to talk about everything under the sun that you did. And I think that was one of the best things in my interviews to Google and also the role that I did since I had to work with small businesses and being able to understand their point of view when they were strapped for budget or being that bridge between their business and the consumer and having that value proposition be clear. Yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on, Sarah. Um, It was great having you as our first guest of the season. And to our listeners, thank you again for listening and make sure to follow us on Instagram at sip.of.success. And we'll see you guys next time.